mean, the most recent deal that fell apart and was kind of, you know, a sad situation because the sellers are just, they, they, they just don't have the patience to get through the process and they feel like something's wrong with the buyer. Welcome back to the Apex Business Advisors Podcast. I am your host, Andy Cavanaugh, joined as always by the president of Apex, Doug Hubler. Doug, how are you? And more importantly, how is your microphone? It appears to be working okay. It just seemed to be off-center or something. I was messing with the the little knobs on the side. I'm fine, thank you. Good. You have had quite the week with uh, appliances here at the office. Oh, yes. You went out kind of embarrassing really. and procured a vacuum that Very has nice. been making its way around the office. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your new vacuum? There's a reason why I got it. We're in a nice office building and we have a cleaning crew every night. But for some reason, they just don't vacuum. And we've been here for 15 years and I think I've just gotten fed up with it. And I went to Sam's and got a nice little vacuum. And you got to use it yourself. I was, uh, was I the third person to use it? Second. Second behind you. Right. Got to, uh, right. got to vacuum my office. And, right. Uh, Didn't I, it feel better? I do. I feel yeah. so much better. Right. Uh, kind you of can been, breathe better? Been wanting to vacuum the uh, common areas where we have right. our, our weekly meeting. Maybe we can, yeah. I'll be in take, our, Why don't we take turns? We can sign yeah, up. I'll, I'll be in early tomorrow to get the, right. uh, to get that area, <laughs> get that area clean. <laughs> Did not call you in here today to talk to you about your vacuum. Okay, good. Although it's I wasn't a, prepared for that. It is a fantastic addition to the office, and uh, I think there's going to be a lot less uh, allergies and that was the goal. sneezing and coughing. Too much of that going on, so I went and got a vacuum. We are rapidly nearing the end of the year. Last week, we mm-hmm. talked about a year in review, kind of started noticing some themes. And so I wanted to talk to you specifically no. about one of those. I think the, the three biggest things that we saw from our from our deals that fell apart this year is there were three overriding themes. Number one, we had not so great luck with franchises. Mm-hmm. Right. It was just a handful where the franchisee would franchisor would not approve the new franchisee right. for what we felt were not great reasons. Right. Number two, we did not have a great year with landlords, whether that be a landlord just with some refusing to transfer the lease, yeah. landlord refusing to abide by the SBA guidelines mm-hmm. for term mm-hmm. and right. uh, waivers and things like that, yeah. and then just flat out uh, Just being resistant terms. to mm-hmm. anything that was reasonable, it seemed. And, and sometimes we get, sometimes it happens with individual landlords, they own one or two buildings, they're older, and they're afraid to sign documents for a long lease. But uh, the third thing was misaligned expectations. Mm -hmm. We had deals that fell apart because sellers didn't feel like buyer was moving fast enough. And so I thought it would be a good idea for us to talk today about some of those expectations that we can set. You have a, a real good way of kind of making the analogy of when a buyer buys a house versus what we do. Yeah. When somebody's buying a home, you know, they're kind of outsourced to their agent that, you know, they're going to get the appraisal. They're going to do the termite inspection. They're going to do, you know, mechanical inspection, whatever. Those things are set up 
there's a few things kind of out of the buyer's control. They're just handled, they're set up. It's a week or two, pretty easy. The major thing that the buyer does is they, they've probably already been pre-approved, so then it's just a matter of getting their final mortgage approved and set up a closing date. Very simple. In our world, like you've got a great spreadsheet. Here are the things that, that you need to complete to get to closing. Our closings are usually set about 90 days from the accepted offer. I think that's where we kind of start. We say, okay, we've got 90 days. And some people think, oh, that's a lot of time. But a buyer has a long list of things to get accomplished within that 90 days. And I would say when you use that 90-day mark, really that 90 days is 75. You start chipping things away, right? Mm -hmm. So if there's bank financing involved and we're going to close on the 90th day, Mm -hmm. realistically, everything needs to be to the bank on day 75 or day 80. Oh, that has to be complete, right. Completed. Right. So, yep. so you, yep. you've lost, oh, you've got three months. Well, you just yep. lost you lost yes. a half a month. Right. Because right. your deadline is really not 90 days. Your mm-hmm. deadline is 75 days. Right. Let's say there's six people that have to touch this thing mm-hmm. throughout the process. Well, if you know two or three of those people are on vacation for a week or two, right. it stretches out your process. Yeah, and we've had buyers and sellers taking their expected cruise or whatever it is, you know, they've got a two-week vacation and they they take those vacations during the process too. And that really, that will slow things down. They're not going to change their plans for this deal. Sometimes they do. And we would tell a seller, this is not a great time to take a vacation. <laughs> so maybe we can, we can, you know, delay that for a little bit. I had one this year where the seller perceived the buyer wasn't doing anything. So the seller then got cold feet yeah and was like this person is not trustworthy mm-hmm. i'm i'm no longer interested yeah. in working with this person yeah and it's like bring me another wait a minute yeah like right and by the time we got there uh, you know we were already off the rails and it was yeah. headed down the hill and there was no there wasn't any any saving it and so well kind of, and i think you you also have the situation we've had several times where we get you're kind of ghosted by the buyer. They're in the process. They're doing something, and we're trying to get updates. Okay, what stage are you at with the bank? Where are you at with your due diligence? Is there something else that you need? And if you don't hear back from the buyer for several days, then we're starting to wonder where's their head at in this deal. And so the communication has to be maintained throughout the process because you're trying to get information to the seller that yes, they're fully engaged, the buyer's fully engaged, they're working on their list, that's a long list, they've got the bank's list, they've got their due diligence list, and they've also got a full-time job. So they're trying to do this at night on the weekends and on their breaks, whatever they can. So that, that communication really, and we're trying to get keep people involved and if, if one side or the other just stops communicating, that really clogs up the deal. And a separate deal, I had a guy that he worked six days a week, and he worked about 10 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So we would get, if we needed him, everything got done on Mondays. I think it was a day off. Oh, okay. Mondays off. And so a yeah. lot of activity got done on Mondays mm-hmm. and then nothing else. Right. Until yeah. the following Monday. And, you know, he would get 
things done here and there, you know, that he could do to your point mm-hmm. on his break or. Well, we've got, you know, on the, on the buyer's side, making sure they know that, listen, you were one of five, for example, Inter- people interested in this business. Uh, we had other offers. You were chosen, thought you were the right fit for the business. But if there are delays, sometimes the sellers want to go on to plan B. And that's not comfortable for everybody. It's awkward. So we just want to make sure that you, Mr. Buyer, know that in order to keep this deal together, communication is critical, keeping up with the list, knocking off the to-dos, and making sure that, you know, we're going to make sure the seller knows that you're doing all these things and you're moving forward, and having periodic check-in sessions like I think you do this, you know, weekly for the most part with when you're in the middle of a deal, try to have meetings where all the sides are talking, where are we at, let's get an update, what's the next, you know, what's going to happen next week. One of the things with us having fiduciary responsibility to the seller is that most of the tasks are by buyer tasks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have to draw that fine line of, am I doing the due diligence for them? Right. Which I can't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think there are certain things that, that – we, that are must-dos and then other things that, you know, and we're going we're gonna to set people up with other advisors that they, they might need, like an accountant or an attorney, to help them through a process. Uh, because we want them to be successful. We want the deal to close, but we want them to be successful. Yeah, we have the fiduciary responsibility, typically on the sell side, but we still care a lot about the buyer. Right. We want that deal to go well. Yeah. What other expectations have you seen as you were going through those lists that where deal fell apart because the expectations weren't managed appropriately or you know when deals fell apart there was a there was a communication gap we weren't involved as much as we should have been because i think if if we're involved and we're kept up on the status we can really our job is to help get there so we have the experience and if somebody just says hey i'm having problems with the landlord or the franchise or the bank or whatever it is, we can step in. And one of the reasons why I like our offer to purchase forms is it allows us to talk to the bank. It says right in there, the buyer's giving us approval to talk to the bank. So we will know if there's a roadblock that maybe I need to get a document from the seller it's just knowing that and being involved as quickly as possible. Because like you say, you have to have that information to the bank a week or two prior to closing. The bank has to approve, have everything done, including the asset purchase agreement, has to be approved. And their attorneys have to sign off on it. Yeah, and it's constantly evolving. The expectations are constantly changing. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think we had any fall apart this year because of uh, non-compete issues or right. or anything like that, which in years no. past may have been a challenge that, you know, that, that we've overcome. You had a deal fall apart because they couldn't agree on purchase price allocation or, right. yeah. you know, so some of the, these things that, you know, we're just now seeing, we'll, we'll fix it. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll put something in place mm-hmm. and then, you know, a year down the yeah. road or whatever. Well, I mean, the most recent deal that fell apart and was kind of you know, a sad situation because the sellers are just, they, they, they just don't have the patience to get through the process and they feel like something's wrong 
with the buyer. And so this is, you know, I think they just think you can go to, to the second buyer or the third buyer, and, and it's not that simple uh, to just tell one buyer they're no longer acceptable. It's the seller who's become impatient and trying to work through that has been difficult. Yeah, and the interesting thing is, is the buyer spends money throughout the process right, right. To, to make these deals happen. They're mm-hmm. giving the bank money. Right. They're retaining an attorney. They're retaining an accountant. Right. They are uh, spending know, money. They are for spending sure. money to get the deal done. And mm-hmm. so unless that deal, unless it falls apart for a valid reason, yeah, I they mean, could not get financed. For sure. I mean, it needs to be a legitimate reason to, for somebody just to back out of the deal. So we encourage our, our sellers that when you've got a buyer in the hand ready to go, we will work with that buyer as long as possible because most of our deals do go to closing. So sometimes there are delays and we say, we want something done in two weeks, like you said, it might take longer than two weeks. We're trying to hit a target of two weeks, but we have to be flexible at the same time. Yeah, I had one this year where the LOI technically expired and the bank on the day of the, the day the LOI, so the day we were supposed to close, the bank said, hey, we're too busy that day. Right. <laughs> and we, we need to either bump it forward a week or push it back a week. <laughs> first time I've that had was, that. That was pretty unusual. Yeah, first time I've had that happen, right? But, I mean, technically the, the seller could have walked away from that deal, and I think we actually did have to do some massaging of, hey, yeah. stick with it. Right. Right. It's going to close within two weeks or three weeks or I mean, whatever it is. Yeah. Do you really want to? Do you really want to back you out of this start deal over? and start over? Right. Attracting a new buyer. Do you really want to yeah. go through that because you're upset that this isn't closing on the end of this month and it's right. going to spill into middle of next month? Right. Like, I think we, you know, we try to be really good about we we don't sugarcoat the process, right? I think we've said all along. It's a difficult process to go through selling a business and buying a business. So we're here to help with that process, and that means trusting us, engaging us, keeping the communication open, and we will get to the finish line. Well, if you're looking at getting a deal to the finish line, best place to go, go to kcapex.com. That's how you're going to get in touch with all of the brokers here in the office, including myself and Doug. Also out there is going to be the library podcast that we've got, our catalog of the blogs. All right, if you are looking at buying or selling a business, we got you, fam. KCAPEX.com. That's where you're going to get in touch with all of us, including... uh, I don't know how that pulled, but it somehow that prompted Siri. <laughs> yeah, go away. Well, if you want a deal to stay together, <laughs>